Hey guys, this is Gabe with Church and State. If you have been thinking about doing your own podcast and are interested in starting a podcast, we want to recommend Anchor. Here's why we use it. A couple of reasons. Number one, it is free, 100%, no cost. And they have creation tools that allow you to create podcasts even from your phone. Then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on big guys like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. So start making money with your podcast today. They've got everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So we're recording on the SD card and that's good. You're good. I just got to wait till the end of the song, don't I? Uh-oh. Is the computer showing up on? Is it in the way? Is my laptop showing up? Oh, a little bit. Kind of is. Oh, on the screen? Do you not like that? Yeah. Um, that's fine. It's not bad. I don't think anybody will notice. I can zoom in a little bit if you want. There we go. Oops. We're good. We need a little Pakistan flag. Yes, we do. Aw. We do. <laughs> okay. All righty. So. Can you guys speak some loud? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. You got to be quiet now because we're going to play some music. I, I will introduce you, Sonia. So you got to be quiet from here. So after Miss Jill talks, then I'll talk for a little bit. Then I'll introduce you. Okay. Awesome. All right. Go ahead and hit, go ahead and hit record. Are you recording, Travis? All right, cool. Here we go. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I am not your host, Caleb Collier, and hopefully you all have deciphered that by now, but thankfully I do have rock star co-host, as always, Gabe Blomgren. Hi, how you doing? So all of you hearing uh, that sweet, lovely voice, that is Caleb's wife, that is Jill Collier, uh, the, the world's greatest RN, uh, and uh questionable <laughs> she she and my wife are both nurses and uh but we have her in studio today and what a lot of people don't know is caleb's wife has a huge passion for missions she's been on numerous missions trips and uh, i think her being here today is is um something that we're going to see more of because i think her and i have this desire to live out matthew chapter 28 verse 19 go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son of the holy ghost teaching them to observe Observe all the things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even into the end of the world, all the way to the farthest reaches, even to Pakistan. And a mutual friend of ours, Sonia Eslam, is with us again today, and we have Travis the Tech with us. Wave, say hello, Travis. What's up, guys? 
And then we have Sonia there back. We have a really good connection today. I'm super excited. This is this is a great day. So say hello, Sonia. Hi. That's awesome. So all of our listeners who remember a few weeks back, uh, actually, I don't know exactly how many days, but we we raised part of of a thousand dollars on a two thousand dollar GoFundMe project that Sonia and Travis birthed out of their hearts. Um, I'm going to briefly explain real quickly what happened, and we have some pictures here to show that uh, Travis meeting her and everything that transpired. Look at that. Travis, look at all those water coolers. I don't know if there's, we can't really zoom in on, but all the you, you on Facebook can see, um, we, we, with Sonia's help, we sent money on this GoFundMe to buy hundreds of water coolers for these individuals who, as they work in these brickyards, they struggle to safely protect their kids with drinking water and their wives and, and, and frankly, uh, what happens, I, you know, it's, it's disturbing. I know we have young listeners sometimes. What happens is a lot of these young children are raped, abducted on the way to getting water. They have small containers and they're not able to even bring a lot back. But these are, are very well built and they keep them cold. So I'm so glad that, Sonia, you, you have been able to keep your word and you quickly, very quickly got these for the people there that work in these brickyards. But uh, what I want you to do, Sonia, just for a bit here, ex- is explain a little bit to people because I'm sure it's, it's new for them. What is going on? How is modern-day slavery happening to Christians in Pakistan? Okay, so no matter if there's a thing persecution in Pakistan, no matter how much Christian people get education, in the end, they're not able to get job. They will uh, only get job. Even the doctors, Christian doctors, they will get job as a cleaner. So when you don't have job, you can't feed your family. So they go to the owners and they ask them and beg them, can we have money because we need money for our children. So when they get money, the Christian people, they're never able to pay them back because they get into the slavery. And it's very, very hard to like, uh, they get a part day a $6. So you can't imagine like with uh, if you have a six family members and you have get $6 per day, you can't feel because there's a sickness, there is lots of things going on, you can't pay for everything. So slavery is very hard in the Pakistan. There's a thousand, thousands of people, Christian people, they are stuck into their diabetes, into the slavery. So in 2019, God put in my heart, we went there and we had a visitor from UK. So we take him to the brick factory and says that after two years, God put in my heart to set them free. So I was like, Lord, I don't know how it's going to work, but I believe in you. Dude, you are the one who provides for everyone. So, dude, you're going to do it for me too. Because you said, I am yours and you are mine. So these slavery people belongs to you, not belongs to me. So you're going to set them free. That's all. And uh, you, you're doing exactly that. And Travis and Jill, it's sometimes hard for us as Americans to really trust and believe because you do get hit up Travis we've talked about this as a Christian there's a lot of ministries all over the world and I'm so thankful for the internet and right now we are literally talking over the internet to a girl thousands and thousands of miles away and we have a really good connection today which I'm excited about but but with without Facebook and all these modern technologies this never would have been possible and we're live streaming with her hearing her story and what we're finding out is 
She is a legitimate worker of the Lord. We have, you're very good friends with her. I'm very good friends with her now. And Jill's becoming very good friends with her because she, we text all the time and stay in touch. And this is a relationship that God has built. So for our listeners, as we, as we're coming into Easter, we want to announce to you, we have another very big thing that God has put on our heart. We raised $2,000 last time, and we're going to, to feed 200 families for Easter. Well, I don't even like the term Easter, Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> Mind if I chime in? Yeah, there? go for it. Yeah, so um, I had the opportunity to video call Sonia and her family as they were delivering all of these water coolers. And, um, you know, I knew the situation was bad having talked to Sonia as Gabe said, you know, we, we literally video call her like every day. She's right now for her, it's like 1am and it's regular for her to be working with her children at her orphanage at like 3am, call her anytime. And she's about the Lord's business. Now, um, when they were delivering these water coolers, I noticed there is this little rusty, dirty bucket about this big among, you know, this ocean of bricks. And this bucket, I asked her, like, whoa, is that what they were using to get their water before they had these water coolers? And um, Sonia's brother was on the phone, and he was like, yeah, as a matter of fact, that was what multiple families were sharing in order to get their water. Then he, he, he showed the camera around. He was like, do you see a water spigot around here anywhere? Mm-hmm. No, there was no water spigot. And that just shows how some, some of these, these young girls were literally born into slavery. Okay, there's generation, generational slavery going on. And some of them are orphans. They have no family. And they're responsible to take that little dirty, rusty bucket and walk miles and miles at night in a place where we know what happens you know, to Christian girls um, in, in this area. And that was their situation. Look at all these people, guys. No more. Hallelujah. No more for these people here. And so... Um, I'm going to put on screen here, um, this little boy received a water bucket um, the other day when they were delivering the water barrels. And um, just, to, just to personalize, this is just one story, okay? So this gentleman here, his mother was very sick with heart and lung issues. And so he asked um, the gentleman who's in charge of the factory for um, medicine and food for his mother. And he ended up being beaten at this point today, he hasn't eaten for three days. Sonia mentioned um, that the brick workers are given like $6, right? Mm-hmm. She said per day. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's per day or per week, whatever. It is kind of um, ambiguous. But in Pakistan, Sonia has mentioned to me that when people are tight on money, oftentimes they purchase like this kind of like cheap flour in order to you know, have something to consume. She was saying that this $6 has to be shared between a whole family and they can't even afford to get that cheap flour. So who knows what kind of you know, food they're having to eat. And so these people, you know, they live in, in these incredibly horrible conditions. And so what's on Sonia's heart and what we're advocating for in this new a fundraiser with that, which I'm putting on screen here, Easter food. And you can find it either on Church and State's page. We'll, we'll post it up there today. You can find it on Sonia Islam's page or in my personal, in my personal Facebook here, Travis Plunkett. And um, we're raising money to provide 200 families with meals that could last them even up to a week on the week of Resurrection Day. Mm, hallelujah. And th- this, this, amount of food uh, for 200 families. Sonia, can you tell me um, 
about how much food will that last them multiple days? Will that last them the week? Uh, what is your what is your goal? Okay, so can you just repeat your question? Yeah, because our, I thought there you were. So each family speaks them loud. Yeah, each family. How much food will they get? Will this be enough for like one person? How much food will it be for? Travis, can you speak? Sure. Yeah. Um, so he was asking how much food, um, will this money buy and will it last them a day, a week? How long will it last them? Okay. Okay. So it could be like one week because my goal is at least they're going to get the good food in their like Christmas or Easter. I want to make it special. Like I have a 20 children's orphan. And my always goal is to make them feel special on every festival. So my goal is to put a wonderful thing so they can know that we are not slaves. We are also like other normal people. So my goal is I'm going to put expensive things and the good one things. And the, the things that we all eat on our festivals. I, mean, I just want to make special for them. That is so sweet. Joe, what are your thoughts on that? Because my heart's breaking. It is. It's so hard. You know, for people, I always encourage anyone that has an opportunity to go on an overseas mission, to go to any type of third world country, I tell them to go. And in fact, when um, Caleb and I were even early in our dating stages of of our relationship, that was something that I brought up because when we were first dating, um, I actually left on on one of my trips and I was gone for a while. And I told him, you know, when we have kids at some point, I, I want to take them to another country and take them to um, take them on a mission. And reason being is because we are so insulated in the United mm-hmm. States. Um, even our poorest of poor are wealthy, comparatively speaking, to most of the world. And so having the opportunity to open your eyes and see the, the way that other people live. Um, I've not personally been to Pakistan, but one of the countries I went to in Africa, it was it, it is another world. I mean, people live in mud huts people sleep in dirt people things like clean water are an absolute treasure they're not um, something that you can just take for granted they can't turn on a faucet and -hmm. get clean water and that's something that's really foreign to us where it's so simple I mean I think of how many times do I brush my teeth and the water's just running you know and you forget to turn off the the faucet and for some people in this country or in this world don't live in the United States. I mean, that is like gold just, and I'm flushing it down to my septic system. And so having the opportunity to see that and really understand what you're giving towards, I think is extremely important. And, you know, a, a verse for me that's always, it's always gripped my heart has been, you know, when Christ talks about caring for the least of these, when mm-hmm. he talks about, you know, I was hungry and you fed me and being able to see the faces of those, those kids. So if, if anyone's listening, I encourage you to go to the Church and State Facebook page. Look at those pictures and look at these children's faces. We're not asking for money for a GoFundMe so it can just drift off into no. the digital world. Look at the faces of the children that you will be feeding or the families that you will be helping um, in the absolute simplest basic of ways, food and water, something that we we have ample access to. Absolutely. And I love what Sonia was saying about how I want them to feel like not slaves. And and so we have to remember this, catch this saint right now. These people in these brickyards are Christians and they're in the brickyard 
because they're Christian. Many of them want to go to school. But Sonia taught us that at the age of six, you go into the workforce. Six to seven years old is when, when you begin to work. Sonia, at a very young age, began living not a normal life as a child, playing with dolls, but she began working at around uh, six or seven, I believe. And Sonia was able to spread the gospel. So she was, she was being the hands and feet and working with her family, doing very, very hard labor. Sonia wakes up early in the morning, makes food for a whole entire orphanage. She's constantly working. But these people are making bricks all day long. And they're doing it because they're Christians. So I have to remind you, how can we be the hands and feet for God? This is how we can, we can set these people in their minds free. And just so you know, we actually are working on ways to setting even these people free from the brickyards. There's ways to set them free, and we're working as a church to do it. Now, um, a lot of these people, uh, they have family debt that they've incurred, but they can be literally, this sounds so horrific. This sounds so horrific. They can be bought out of slavery. It's just baffling even to me as a Christian that a human being can be bought. Now, we, we hear about it, but we don't really see it face to face. But I'll, I'll tell you that right now, Covenant Church is in the process of actually freeing a pregnant woman who is eight months pregnant. She is so sick and malnourished that she has low blood sugar and fainting in the brickyards. And we are going to, as a church, set her free. Now, it is a laborious duty of love that Sonia does this. And what I'm really excited about is for a lot of you who are going to follow Church and Stay for years, you're going to hear about this on, on a recurring uh, basis. And I also believe that me and Jill and Travis and whoever wants to come with us are just going to go to Pakistan and meet you, Sonia, because this is how the world works. Uh, Christ didn't just come to die for middle America. No, no. And we, we often think that, again, there's just sometimes that disconnect, you know, we read about slavery in history books and we think about, you know, what happened in the, the beginnings of the country. That was the 1700s. That was the 1800s when we talk about slavery. And so to imagine the fact that it is still fully alive and well um, in other countries is just, uh, people can't grasp that. Your head can't fully wrap around the fact that there are human beings who are still treated as possessions. Sonia, how do you, how do you keep from feeling defeated when you see this on a, on a very, very close scale daily. Can you say it again? Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, how do you keep yourself from feeling so down and so hurt and defeated when you have to see this kind of thing every single day? Okay. So when I get into the ministry, I the first thing I said to the Lord, Lord, give me a heart that I can feel someone pain. Give me a soul that I can see their self as I am. Whenever I go to the slavery families, I see that I am also slavery with them. I'm also stuck there with them. Just because we have a connection. You don't have a, like a blood connection or something, but there is a one blood. That, that is all Jesus. So whenever I look at them, I always, my body gets shake and I said to my family, like, there is something like I feel with these people. There is something. There is a connection that I that I feel with this family. Even when I first time go to the brick family, I start uh, learning with them how to make bricks. Mm -hmm. Just to make them feel like we all are one in this. Don't feel you are alone in this. I was thinking, I remember when we got, uh, we give water coolers and there was a, two ladies and one guy. He said, we need rock. I said, yes. And she said, 
we have been praying that the Lord send us uh, Moses. And uh, the guy who's on the flood, the banner, it was Travi and Pastor Gabe. And they said, oh, is there are two Moses that the Lord has sent for us? <laughs> and I began to cry and I said, yeah, these people are the ones who is helping you with everything. And she told me, I feel uh, like many times when we go to get water, all the way, many things happen to us. But we always say one thing to the Lord sent Sonia for us. And through Sonia, the Lord has sent real Moses. There is no one Moses. We all are Moses. We all are David. Because we know our identity in the Christ. And thank you so much. I was just thinking those people comment. And there was a one guy. And he said that uh, people, you should clap and you should uh, say hallelujah. And you should say thanks to the those people because we get blessing one time in our entire life. It is the first time that somebody come and helping us. And I said, bro, there is a dude in the heaven and he loves you more than you know. He is the one who sent you. He said, uh, wh- how you guys uh, know about us? I said, when Jesus was on the cross, there was a people that even Jesus did not know them, but he still gave himself on the cross for them. So we don't need to have any connection or any contact with each other. We come here because Lord sent. And there was uh, there was a guy who said, oh, so then you are the angel. I said, the guys on the banner, they are the real angels because they are sending things for you. So whoever, all the people who are giving for this slavery people. So we are so thankful. When I tell them about Easter food and they were like, wow, this is the first time, Mr., that we're going to be celebrating with the joy. We're going to get the food. And uh, of course, I'm not married, but I have a 20 children. They are my own children. I remember when the first time come to me, and they were so little, little. And uh, I said, Lord, now you make me a mother of 20 children. So there was a one woman, and she hugged me so hard. She was so old, and she said, my daughter, she actually, she was raped, and she was died one year ago when she was going to get water. Of course, I am a mother too. So I said, I have a daughters as well. What happened if somebody do to my daughter? What will be my reaction? And she said, after this, my my father, my husband, my son, and we all, all, all tried to commit suicide, but there was a, something that was holding us back. And uh, because here's a culture in Pakistan. If someone uh, gets raped, they will say, oh, they're dirty. No one will marry you. No, Even your family will left you. There's the only thing that you can do to sell, to be free. You, you have to die. Wow. You know, and um, I have girls. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, Sonia was talking about Moses, right? Saying how, you know, in their eyes, they see those gentlemen on the, on the banner as Moses. You know something? Moses was sent to set the captives free. The word of God said that Jesus, he declared his calling from Isaiah. Um, and part of it was that the Lord had anointed me to set the captives free. Guess who Jesus' body is on earth? It's us. That's right. It's Sonia, and it's you guys listening right now. That's our calling, to yes. set the captives free. And just one more point real quick here. We're not only setting these Christian captives free from 
slavery. Amen. But all of the people who don't know Jesus, who are seeing this happen, it is a testimony to them, and they who are captives because they don't know our Lord Jesus Christ, they're going to be set free too. So I want you guys to pray not only for the brick people, but also for those who don't know the Lord yes. in this area. Yes. So when you, you and I were talking. Can about I share one testimony? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So there was a travel. Do you remember? Uh, there was a guy in the blue suit. Okay. Let me tell you. Maybe you got you meant. So there was a guy. He was a, a non-Christian guy. So you guys know what the religion he has. So he come to my brother. Because here in Pakistan, you are not allowed to talk with girls. It's a thing. So he come to my brother and he said, can we have one water cooler? And my brother talked to me and my brother said he's a non-Christian. I said, wow, we got someone. <laughs> so it's time to show him love. I said, come on, man, you can. Uh, he said, oh, there's my old mother as well. Can you also give him? And I was like, of course, say her to come here. And when she come and she greet her the way they greet. So she was like, she was covering her face. And she was like, you are the one who's distributing the water cooler. I said, I'm actually servant. There's a guy who's in the heaven. And that guy sent this water cooler. And she said, oh, you're talking about God. I said, of course. And she said, oh, actually, we are not Christians. So it means you will not give us. I said, I will give you two, three, five. Only you have to come. And she said, why? I was actually talking about religion, but she didn't get it. She said, okay, so, but I have a question. I said, yeah, go ahead. We treat you in different way. Why you treat us in the love? I said, I was laughing as well. I said, oh, wow, this is a good question. She said, yeah, why you treat us with the love? I said, the God I serve, the dude in the heaven I serve, he didn't uh, sign his religion, he didn't sign his color, he didn't sign his age, his height, anything. He loved everyone. Mm -hmm. So he also loved you. And she was like, Oh, wow, so are you going to give us? I said, yeah. And then she kissed me on my cheek. And she said, I really like you. You are amazing. And I said, oh, there's a guy in the ham. And she said, who is the guy? I didn't say God. So she, Who's the guy? Who's the guy? When she saw Banner, she was like, oh, that's two guys. I said, there's a one more guy, big guy, who <laughs> even sent to this guy. And she said, can you say who's that guy? I said, God. And that's exactly, I wanted to say, I wanted to make her so she can confess from her mouth that the guys, uh, that the Lord sent this water cooler. And in the end, when we were about to go to our home, to the, sorry, another brick factory, she said, God bless you and God loves you. And wow. truly, <laughs> your family is a blessed to have someone, daughter like you. And I was yeah. like, Praise maybe God. they are blessed, I don't know. And she said, I never speak God, but your love, the way you treat me, I really want you to say that the God love all of us. And when I was in the car and I was like, wow, I got someone. So she can text first time her mouth that the God love her as well. I said, Lord, I put the seed inside her heart. It's your, it's your will and it's your time to make a big, big plant inside her. And the, her children, her branches, 
So you are going to change this family. So after that, I go in there. She was holding flowers. And I was like, uh, she didn't saw me. And I went, uh, she miracle girl, miracle girl. I said, what happened? She said, uh, do you remember that you had to pray over someone? I said, yeah. My son, who was never able to walk, he started walking. So I got this flower for you. And I was like, throw this flower up to the heaven. The guy will catch himself this flower. <laughs> and she said, there is no guy. There is a God. Stop playing. I said, no, there is a guy. And she said, where is the guy? I said, the guy is standing in front of you because Christ lives in me. The God Hallelujah. In me. So I am the guy as well. Amen. And she was like, wow, you're so intelligent. So when you're going to give food for Easter, I said, how you know this? He said, someone told me, the guy Yusuf, the guy told me as well that you are going to. That time, I didn't share with anyone. Yeah. At that time, I was like, wow. So, Lord, so the word's getting around, Sonia. Water. All the word's getting you're around. Water. Can you hear me? Miss Sonia, can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So the word's getting out. The, the, the church and state, Caleb, Jill, Travis, we, we are, the word's getting out, and it's going to keep getting out. Tra Travis, can you put up the picture of the people at the yard? I, I want everyone Travis, to see these people. And here's, here's what we, we've only got about, can you tell her we've only got 30 seconds left? I don't think she can hear me. Yeah, we gotta, we got to end the show, uh, Sonia. So we'll keep oh, going on sorry, Facebook sorry. Live for a little bit longer, but, but for Radio Land, we'll be ending here in a, in a few seconds. But I just want to say this. Sonia taught me this. God answered, my name is I am. It's not I was or I will be. A lot of us say we will do it down the road and a lot of us say oh i used to give i i was a part of missions no we serve the god who is i am he's ever present he's always with us he's with these people that we show right here we need you to help them get involved with it join us with uh, church and state being a part of this so we thank you for listening today uh church and state is brought to you by covenant church and uh, also i just want to say this that uh, the tree of liberty is most likely the cross or, or a birch. Or a birch. throw that in. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us, if and God bless people, you. which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. So we are still online here with you. Uh, we, we're going to pray with Sonia. Um, we only have 27 minutes and 45 seconds on our regular ACN network show. So we're going to, we're going to go a few more minutes and, and make sure we say our goodbyes. And, uh, Sonia, um, this is a big, this is a big thing. We're, we're, we're endeavoring to raise $4,000. Now there was a single mom. I'm not going to say her name. She gave upwards of like $800 for our water cooler event. I'm believing that a lot of you Christians are going to do the same thing um, but on a broader scale, I, you know, I, I really am so blessed by that single mom who did that. And, uh, it just, it just blesses my heart tremendously that she felt that calling. And I just want to say to any of you who are listening online, who are listening to our podcast or listening, um, get, get involved that we have a little bit under a month to raise this, um, because well, well, well under a month because the fourth, <laughs> the fourth is Easter two weeks and three days. Two weeks. So we are running out of time, but here's the thing. God could put it on your heart right now. We're going to post this video all over Facebook. Please share it. Let your coworkers and friends see this. Um, they're going to be impressed by Sonia's level of, of just sweetness and um, her intimate knowledge with God. And, and uh, you know all of us who've watched Church and State that we, 
we're, we're been around for a while and we're not going anywhere and we wouldn't do this unless we had absolute peace about it. So I just want to also remind everyone that there was a number of Americans who had a uh, little bit of a windfall in the form oh, of yeah. a stimulus payment a stimulus check. that just showed up. And let's just toss aside all the negative <laughs> that's going to probably right. tumble out of that stimulus. But for the time being, that's going to give people some, some, uh, 